Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of Parenting Through the Parsha with Rabbi Matt Shapiro. Hi there, I'm Rabbi Matt Shapiro, and this is Parenting Through the Parsha, where we look at our weekly Torah portion and see what wisdom it has to offer us for the holy and often challenging work of parenting. For me, and I'd imagine for many of us, one of the biggest challenges of being a parent is figuring out how to respond when our kids do something that we really, really, really do not want them to do. And beyond the important and tough work of figuring out appropriate consequences, there's the very real challenge of figuring out how to respond in that exact moment. In that moment when I see that my kid has continued doing something that I've asked him to stop a bunch of times or has still not done something that I've asked him to do a bunch of times, whatever the thing might be, it's really tough. And With full transparency, I'll say that I lose my patience a little more frequently and a little more loudly than I sometimes wish I would. And I wish I could be better at it. And I feel very grateful that I have a partner, I have my wife, who can be really helpful in helping to navigate this, both, yes, in that work of, okay, after this has happened, what's the appropriate consequence? But as someone who can reflect back to me in the moment, hey, let's take a step back and let's figure this out together because we're very different people. There are things that bother me much more than they bother her and vice versa. And so in that moment, it's really helpful to have someone who can offer that mirror and offer a different perspective and help me figure out how I can respond a little differently so that we can get on the same page and figure out how to move forward. And that can be really humbling and that can be difficult and it's really, really important. In this week's Parsha in Ki Tisa, there's a very well-known moment in our narrative as a people, which is the sin of the golden calf. That as the people are at the bottom of Mount Sinai, waiting for Moses to come down from the mountain, they decide to build this molten idol, which is by any real understanding of what B'nai Israel, the people of Israel should be doing is a truly egregious mistake. And as Moses is at the top of the mountain, God tells him to hurry down to see what the people have done and also tells Moses that he plans to destroy them. But before Moses goes down the mountain, Moses turns to God. And begs him to change his mind. Says, please don't let your anger blaze forth. Remember how you took us out of Egypt. Remember the promise that you made to our ancestors. Please don't make this choice. Take a pause. Think about doing this a little bit differently. And sure enough, that's what God does. Says, that it's translated as God renounced this punishment, but Nihum, it has the sense of, of comfort almost, that God shifts his perspective on the matter and doesn't um, move forward 
with this this plan that he initially has to destroy the people. And there are a few interesting comments on this verse, including one from Ibn Ezra, the famous medieval commentator, who doesn't like the simple reading of this verse. He says, heaven forbid that God would repent. That's not something God would do. Why? Because for many medieval commentators, there's this understanding that God is unchanging. God doesn't uh, respond to the world the way people do. This is just in human language, but that's not really what happened. And with all due respect to Ibn Ezra, I would push against that because I love the idea that God can change. This sense that God is dynamic and can be convinced by Moses to change his mind and to pause from that initial reaction and to respond a little bit different. And so then the lesson for us is actually that we too can be like God. It's possible for us to change our minds. It's possible for us to have that initial reaction and then to pause and say, okay, what might be a different way of approaching what's happening here? And I think that's actually a beautiful message that we can offer to our kids, that whatever initial reaction you have, maybe that's how you want to move forward, but maybe not. And that it's possible to say, okay, this was my initial reaction. I got frustrated. I got upset. And I'm still not happy with what you did. But we can approach this differently. And for me, I've had more than one moment where that's actually a really important thing for me. There's another really interesting idea embedded in this Parsha that I think fits well here. Because after Moses comes down from the mountain and he sees what the people have done, he takes those tablets and he throws them on the ground and they shatter. And then later on, he goes back up the mountain and he gets a new set of tablets. But those shards, those broken pieces aren't disposed of. There's the ark that the people have created that they carry with them on the rest of their travels through the desert. And yes, those whole second set of tablets are put in that ark, but so are the fragments of the first set of tablets. And there's a lovely idea there, which is that, yes, we carry the our wholeness and our fullness with us as we move forward, and we also carry some brokenness with us. We can and maybe even need to hold those mistakes with us as we move forward, not from a sense of shame or for a sense of feeling bad about the things that we've done, but because ultimately and hopefully we learn from our mistakes and they inform how we are in the world so that we can get a little bit better at responding to what happens to us as parents, as friends, as just people. And so that's something that this offers to us, the sense that we can learn as we go. We don't have to stay in those same patterns, that the mistakes that we make inform who we are so that we can make tshuva, so that we can respond differently to the world around us. So that whether you parent with another person, or even if you um, are a single parent, whoever you are, that it's possible to have, yes, that initial reaction, but then to try to see things a little bit differently, just like God does, to have that initial reaction reflected back, to remember that you can do things differently, 
to make a change and then to say, I'm going to carry this lesson with me so that as I move forward, I can grow a little bit each day. And that as we move forward on each of our journeys, hopefully we can do so with compassion and with love for our kids and certainly for ourselves. Shabbat Shalom. May it be a Shabbat and a week ahead where we can learn and grow each step of the way. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to TBA.org. LA.org.